0: I cried, ship ahoy. Thank you very much. And once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. What a wonderful blessing it is to be with you. Uh, Brother Munn saying, when I say a blessing, you can't imagine thinking about my past. Spent the better part of all my lost life as an old commercial fisherman. And now I have the opportunity to take uh, from a boat into the book of God. And then they have the opportunity to speak to so many people about God's wonderful salvation through Jesus Christ and how we can also, as believers, grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior. You know, I hope you are a growing believer. If you're still not sure that salvation, we think about that that Jesus has brought to us, still not peace in your heart. You said, Brother boy I still, you know, please, would you hear us out? Listen. Listen to the other broadcasters. We think about this station and those that present the truth. And uh, in clarity and in simplicity, I trust that you'll soon meet the Lord if you have not. In the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 3, a little practical thought here from a doctrinal aspect, and uh, we'll bring it and see if we can make some practical application. Here the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 3, I'm going to read verse 10 and 11 at this time. But Whoever can help you, if you listen to our program, you'd like to correspond with us. By the way, I failed to say thank you for writing to us Thank you for uh, corresponding with us as far as even we think about email. If, you as close, if you're close to a computer, if you have the keyboard there, it's just F-O-M-M dot, that little period, F-O-M-M period, O-R-G. That stands for Fishers of Men Ministries. F-O-M-M dot O-R-G, that'll bring you directly to us. You call the station, they'll give you an address whereby you can write to old Fisher Munn here the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 3, of course, you know this is the account of the fall of man. God says, don't, and uh, man disobeys. God has these multitude of hundreds of thousands of things for man to do. Only one stipulation, don't do that. Tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't, don't even look at it. Don't go that way. And that's exactly what man does. And, of course, in partaking of the fruit, the forbidden fruit, uh, something happens to Adam and Eve. They look at each other. Boy, I tell you, the devil has won a battle here. These people run from God. God calls out to Adam, Adam, where art thou? Adam, Adam, you know. Wasn't it wonderful that God walked with Adam in the cool of the day? Wouldn't it be something to walk hand in hand with God? But Adam now has lost this. God calls him. And Adam responds and he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And then some astounding words from the Lord. The Lord says this, and he said, who told thee that thou was naked? Where'd you get that information? Who told you that? Your only source of information is supposed to be from me. God gave Adam the information he needed every day. But he got some information from somebody else. Hence, there's only two sources of information in the world today. And that is one from God, one from the devil. You said, Brother Mark, how do you you decipher? how, How do you figure out the information that's in the world today? How do you know what's of God? That's why you need to know this book. You need to weigh out everything in light of this book. We think about information on science. I'll be honest with you. We think about science, oh, just sort of a wonderful study. But my friend, I weigh it out in light of the Bible, you know. I don't take science and then see if I can get the Bible to back it up, you know. Oh, no. Two sources of information, one from God, one from Satan. The statement is made here. Who told you? Who told you you were naked, Adam? Who told you that? Where did you get that source of information from? Hence, we've sort of thought about that sort of uh, used it as maybe we'll go from this. Let's get into some practical areas. I've had my children come home and tell me things, and I've wondered, where'd you get that at? So when kids come home and say something like this, you know. You don't have to always obey your parents. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> Who told you that? Um, I've got a son. His name is uh, Andrew. And maybe he comes home and he says something one time. He says, uh, uh, you you know, you don't have to stay up. Or maybe something like this. There's nothing wrong with staying up till 12 o'clock. Who told you that, Andrew? (laughs) Where did you get that source of information? You know, while you're going to school, you're going to go to bed at a certain time, you know. And uh, you hear this, but, you know, you hear it in sort of, uh we think about things that relate to uh we think about the bible and the things that relate to the Lord have people saying something like this if you read this bible on a regular basis it'll bother you mentally what who told you that you going to read the bible the bible's going to drive you crazy where did you get that information from christianity is a cult just like all the other religions who told you that where did you get that information from you certainly didn't get that from god Heaven or hell, they're not realities. They're just figments of a. Who told you that? See, that's why as far as information, is so important. You could put your foundation on a bit of information that was wrong. And my friend, die without hope and without any help. And my friend, spend forever in God's eternal lake of fire. You put confidence in bad information. Who told you that? People say something like this. You know, any life after death is only a state of mind. I saw that on the the, the TV in some uh, uh, program that's supposed to be put together by these brilliant scientists. They say life after death is just a state of mind. Who told? Who's saying that? Where did that information come from? Directly from the pits of hell and from Satan himself. Who told you that thou was naked? Genesis chapter three, verse eleven. So for that being true, let's just take, let's just take s let's just go into some different areas real quick, areas of just practicality. I've had people say something like this. They said, preacher, and maybe knocking on doors or talking to some people and I literally been with some folk that live in different areas around the world. They say, one religion is just as good as another. Where where'd you find that at? <laughs> Who told you that? One religion is just as good as another. Where did you hear something like that? To begin with, my friend, as far as religion is concerned, religion basically is just associated with man and man's climb to God. Religion is something that man has created. Man has always been religious. You know, he's going to worship something, you know, and usually he worships the wrong thing. So around the world today, there are all kinds of religions and, and uh, denominations and beliefs of people, and uh, these come from the beliefs of their founders, you know. This particular founder of this religion, I'll try to, I'll be kind today, and I'm not going to name a bunch of things, you know, but this particular person believes so and so, and if you follow after what they believe, you have maybe some hopes, religion. I'm glad I don't have religion. I'm glad my foundation isn't something besides religion. All religions are the same. One religion is just as good as another, my friend. What are you talking about? As far as religion is concerned, it'll do no one any good. What we need is salvation. You know, there's the difference between religion and salvation. Religion is man climbing to God. Salvation is God coming to man. You know, I know salvation works because it worked for me. In 1966, I know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, peace entered my heart. And this peace came through trusting Jesus Christ to be my Savior. The finished work of Christ, what Christ did on Calvary, that shed blood, my friend. Oh, I trusted that. And God gave me salvation. People say, well, uh, you live a good life. You go to heaven. Who told you that? Who told you that? You live a good life. To begin with, you can't live a good life. You said, I'm doing it. You're lying. (laughs) As far as a good life is concerned, the Bible declares, God himself said this. He said, there is none that doeth good. No, not one. To begin with, it's not of works of righteousness, which we have done. I need to watch what I listen to, my friend. I'm going to be judged in light of this book right here. He said, well, I believe that if you live just a good life, behave yourself. My mother and father taught me that when I was young. My mother and father were religious, and they demanded that. I said, they said, Wayne, yes, ma'am, you'll be a good boy. Yes, ma'am. I tried to be a good boy. didn't work. I tried the best. I had some degree of morality. I had some degree of goodness. But, oh, in my heart, oh, it was only wickedness there. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. As far as goodness is concerned, you live a good life, you go to heaven, and that won't work. Where did you get that from? Who told you that? I've had people say this about church. And, you know, you have to be careful. My friend, we think about talking about church. They said uh, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian, you know. Going to church is not all that important. Who told you that? Where did you get that information from? You didn't get it from the Bible here. Now, I certainly have enough sense to know that church is not going to get you to heaven. But I tell you, if you were faithful in church, it's a pretty good sign that you've trusted the Savior, the one who died for the church. You know? You don't have to go to church, the New Testament. We think about the New Testament under the hand of the Apostle Paul. God revealing the mystery, the revelation of the church there. His writings is all to local churches, the establishment of local churches. He was the first missionary. Went around all of Asia Minor establishing churches. The Bible says, I'm not to forsake my assembly. I'm not to forsake the assembly of the selves of myself together. I'm not to forsake that. As far as church, church will save? Well, of course not. But I tell you this, you need the church, because you need a Bible-believing preacher, to preach the word of God to you so that your information, your source of information, might be right. You hear the word of God over and over preached and taught and sang about, you know, and you won't be deceived. Where do you get your information from? Some people said something like this, All the Church wants is your money anyway. Who told you that? Who <laughs> Who told you something like that? That may be true for some uh, religious organizations and some people trying to raise some money. People said, things will make you happy. You know, if I just had some things, I know I'd be happy. Happiness, Happiness doesn't come through things. People want, you know, they want, they want a place to live. They want uh, children. They want cars. They want hobbies, whether well, computers, animals, good jobs, uh, insurances, vacation, motorhomes. And they're the most miserable people on the face of the earth. The most miserable people have things, many things. Oh, as far as things is concerned, you know, the more you have the worse you become, usually. Prosperity, if you look in history, prosperity has damned literally every civilization that ever came out of the sand. It's not things that'll make you happy, my friend. As far as happiness is concerned, oh, God uses the word in the Bible, joy. Oh, I tell you what, In 1966, God, first time I've been happy in all my life because my happiness was on the inside. It came from what was on the inside, not through just happenings, things that I could place my hand upon. What are you trusting, my friend? What are you trusting, you know? As far as religion is concerned, I hope you have more than just religion. I hope your foundation is not in religion. I hope it's in Jesus Christ. The things you believe, the things you propagate, the things you tell other people. Who told you that? Oh, for Adam here? God said, who told thee that I was naked? Where'd you get your information from? And Adam had been listening, he and his wife, listening to the devil. When it comes to information... It says here in verse 11, when it comes to information, who told you that? Two sources of information, one from God, one from Satan. Let's listen to God. Until next week, Fisher Mon, saying goodbye.